Welcome to another edition of Just Ask, Rethinking Development. I'm your host, Greg Jeffrey, founder and principal of Catholic Development Group. With me uh, is Brian Wilburn. Brian is the director of development for St. Paul's Newman Center at North Dakota State University. Uh, today's topic, Brian, I think is a little bit poignant. Mm. And um, I think it's something that we've both seen over the years. The topic today is how to fundraise without losing your soul. Ooh, Ooh. yeah. <laughs> so, no, there's got to be, like everything else, you always come up with these titles, Brian, where I know there's got to be some emotive backstory to it. Do you want to share that with us? Sure, sure. Well, you know, the, the title of it, how to, you know, fundraise without losing your soul. Actually, the thing that made me think of was a long, long time ago, Greg, uh, it was like, oh, maybe probably about 10 years ago. Now I wrote this article for the focus blog. You can look it up called how to, how to karaoke without losing your soul. And, uh, I know. Yeah. And it was, uh, well, it was, it was for the Catholic out there that wanted to go out and karaoke and, you know, not just get up and sing some little John and and feel like they got to get to confession the next morning. It's like, how do you go have a good time? And, you know, and, and karaoke it. So that's, Greg's like, what the? So I have no that, idea what he's talking about, yeah. people. So don't feel lost. I'm uh, with you. Keep going. Good, Brian. good. So the thing that I am, is on my heart with this topic of, of how to fundraise without losing your soul is really having been through myself a campaign that has taken, you know, I came to the Newman Center eight years ago. And we've seen many changes, many goal increases, and it's been a long journey. And what I've seen from that and what I've seen from visiting with other Catholic organizations across the country is it wears on you. And I think it's important for us, especially as Catholic fundraisers, to step back and to say, am I losing myself in this process? And if I am, what do I do about it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, good one. So... Yeah, so what what comes to mind here first is, I think, and this sounds really, really basic here, right? But I think first and foremost, you have to it's you have to keep God first through the whole process, and that to me is it's not just a, well, let's say a prayer before a meeting, or let's say you know that that to me is like oh, I pray before meals, you know, isn't that prayer? And it's like, no, you know, like, you know, the, the, you know, if you want, I mean, we're Catholics, right? You know, there's a whole, whole life, a uh, sacramental life of the church. I think, um, I think it's just asking yourself every day, am I doing this? Am I doing this for God? Is this his work? It's not my work. Mm-hmm. And, and surrendering that yes, in a, in a prayer, but also I think just making sure. And if you're a priest out there, if you are the, you know, which many of you probably are because you're going to be leading you know, your organization's fundraising effort. That's maybe what drew you to the podcast is having to do more of that. Um, You can't neglect what your first vocation is. And for, you know, married people, that's your marriage for priesthood that, that for priests, that's your priesthood. And so I think just remembering that that comes first before everything else, it's more important than any of the money that you're going to raise. And that's easier said than done. I went, I once worked with a priest down in Phoenix who um, I'd be in the middle of a meeting with him, and we'd be working on some campaign stuff, and his alarm would go off. And I would say, do you need to get that? He goes, well, it's my alarm. 
and he had his alarm set for the hours of the day that he had to go pray the office. Right. Okay. And so he'd get up in the middle of, of, of the meeting and he'd go do his prayers and then he would come back. But that's the kind of discipline I, th- I think I think that's required. And it's not just, you know, um, commend the project to God, right? It's also a case of um, self-care, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, I, fi- I catch myself, Brian, even at this stage of the game, I go from Stressful campaign to stressful campaign, one after the other, after the other, after the other for 30-some years. And and that's points in there. I get a little bit of a breather sometimes between between clients. But generally, it's nonstop action. It's going from one campaign. He is like Schwarzenegger in the 80s. It is one well. action flick after the next. <laughs> he has killed so many. You know, blow it up. So, I mean, but there's been, point, there's been points in my career, and I'll just admit it to our listeners, where... Um, I got really stressed out because, you know, things weren't coming together. And my wife will come up to me and say, you know, when was the last time you went to confession? And I realized you just spent, you know, four months or something. And I'd go down to cathedral and spend some time in front of the Blessed Sacrament. And then I'd go to confession and have a good cry. <laughs> mm. You know, seriously. Real men cry. No, I'm with you, Greg. No, have, have a good cry. But but come home and and feel... A burden and, and a release, and and, and the other thing I've, I've experienced over and over again, Brian, in the, uh, is that um, there's many times where I've done that, where I've gone to prayer, or I've gone to I've one campaign. I just made a commitment at three o'clock at the hour of mercy every day. I was going to leave the client site and walk a block over to the church and just rest in the Lord. Yeah, I didn't have to say anything. I didn't have to do anything. I didn't have to read any spiritual read. I just had to be in the Lord's presence, right? Yeah. I mean, think about it. If you're in the sunshine, like this priest said on Sunday's homily that I heard, he says, if you're in the sunshine, does it matter if you're reading or sleeping or visiting with friends? Yeah. No, the sun still tans you. <laughs> you know? yeah. Just go be in the presence of the Lord. And it's okay, it's okay to go just be in the Lord's presence and make that a habit. And I've done that on this one capital campaign, and I can't tell you the number of times I came in back to the organization after spending 15 or 20 minutes in front of the Blessed Sacrament, frankly, just resting, mm-hmm. <laughs> resting in the Lord, saying, Lord, this is your work. I need your help. Totally. And I come back, and mysteriously, the phone rings or the pledge form arrives or I mean, some good thing. I can't tell you the number of times. And I think it was a special blessing from the Lord, not necessarily meant for me, but for meant for my client who was maybe a marginal, you know, mm-hmm. a, a marginal Catholic, right? So that I could show her through my resting, through my work, through my reliance on the Lord, that there is this thing called faith and yeah. faith is real and God does provide. And we just have to let him do his work at some point. Yeah. And in that resting, I also rested me. There's a lot yeah. There's a lot of self-care that has to go into development work because yeah. it is so intense. No, I totally. And I want to be clear to people that um, what we're advocating, what I'm ad- advocating for here is not that you just be like, well, just, uh, you know, Give it all to God's providence, and you know, no, we're, we still want you to go out there and kick butt and take names. If you don't, if you don't work, if you don't just ask, you're not going to raise any money. But I think one of the 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 pendulum swing, the opposite problem is, is that when you're out there, you're running all the time, 
and I know this from my own experience, um, the danger is that you forget that this is a spiritual endeavor. Fundraising, and I'm not being overly uh, pious platitude here, uh, it is a spiritual endeavor. And like you were just saying, Greg, with those stories, there are so many times, and I can see it to the tune of million-dollar gifts, Mm -hmm. that it's just not, I'm sorry, if you think you're a rainmaker, granted, and people, you know, probably think that, you know, of me, like we've had a very successful campaign. And I, oh, you're a rainmaker. It's like, yeah, I guess I'm good at my job. But if I think that I am the source of the rain, sorry, that's pride. That's not, you know, that's not like, <laughs> there's just too many times where there have been things outside of my control that have come together. And I know that that comes, that comes from God. So, so there's that. Um, but I would say, how do you, what, where's your heart check? How do you know if you're starting to, to lose your soul in the fundraising? Um, I would say it probably, it's easier to name what, what's absent. And it looks like this. You're cynical cynicism. If you find that, you know, in approaching fundraising or approaching your team, that you're just overwhelmed by a lot of cynicism, uh, in the work that you do. That's a sign to me that you're starting to lose the true, um, I saw this the other day, I want to say it was Father Mike, he's everywhere, he's so hot right now, Father Mike. Um, but Mike, he, Mike? Father Mike Schmitz. But what do you mean by cynicism? Well, I don't know that I've experienced cynicism. Okay, and then I'll come back to what, I, what, I, what I said. it a pretty serious case of burnout. Um, when I say cynical, I mean it's just. You know, when, when maybe, maybe when you're trying to, I don't, I don't know how to explain to you, Greg, but when you're trying to even like look at things in a spiritual perspective, you sometimes find that people get cynical. They're just like, yeah, okay. Like, like, well, let's pray about this. And it's like, yeah, okay. You know, so what? Like, okay. Like that's going to do something. Oh, I see. Yeah, exactly. Which is very, very unhealthy. But you know, that's the case is like when, when you start to that, right there is the ultimate cynicism where it's like, no, like that prayer is key and we can never forget that. Um, so the, the thing I heard that, um, I saw, I didn't even read it. It was just a father Mike Schmidt's title, but it was the, that joy was the secret, um, was like secret weapon of the Christians or something. Mm -hmm. And it's and it's true. I mean, it's, it's joy when you approach, um, your mission, when you approach your fundraising and you have that joy, People see that and that's there. You know, there was a time years ago where I'd called on this major executive and I'd gotten to be um, very, very in with his executive assistant. We talked about talking to the right person and I had talked to this person and I knew it built this great friendship really over the phone in a sense. Um, And she knew one day she was, I don't think she's Catholic, but she's a great Christian. And she just was like, what's, are you okay, Brian? You just don't sound like yourself. And I realized I was starting to become worn. I was not having that joy in the work I was doing. So I think when that happens, you know, you gave a great insight there, Greg. You need to come back to the sacraments. You need to come back to confession. You need to surrender because if you're cynical, it's because you've put yourself in a place you don't belong. You've started to believe that the work is all yours and mm-hmm. it's not God's. You can't so, say it better, Brian. With that, we'll call it a day. Call it up. Don't lose okay. your soul. Thank you, folks. <laughs>